when I was in South Africa as a single guy, we know SA now. We know how. Yes, we know we how. Know, so, you know, know what God bless Africa, Africa <laughs> by the way. <laughs> we know about South Africa babes. Yeah. You know, and Nigerian men. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite podcast, Men. And you can see here, we have a special guest here with us on Menizens Podcast. My name is Michael Scenario. And I'm Murray Welkenkoya. And then our guest is... Daniel Etin F. Young. So tell the people... The superstar. <laughs> tell the people about you, like what you do for people that may not know you. Who are you? All right. Uh, I'm an actor. I'm a filmmaker. I'm a storyteller. Uh... I run a production company called Blue Graffiti Films. Uh, we do corporate videos, TV commercials, documentary films, and we are hoping to go into full-time Nollywood okay. uh, next year. So, fingers crossed. Okay. All right. So, do, I mean, do you want to tell people where to maybe Instagram, where to find, you know? Yeah. yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Etim F. Young, on uh, Twitter at Etim F. Young, on underscore uh that's about it okay. all right okay. so we have one rule on menisms for every guest here mm-hmm. you have to be yourself <laughs> okay. it's a very open podcast yeah. we don't ask any embarrassing questions no it, well, it could be embarrassing but nothing intentionally embarrassing Got but you. like i said it's just chilled open vibes so be yourself yeah i'll try all okay. right so go ahead i'll let you start it off all right so um I mean, first again, I'm, I'm a fan, right? So I, said, you know, I think I mentioned that before we started the episode. And um, I mean, I have seen a few of your movies, movies, and I mean, spot on, you know, um, performances. But I guess okay. what we really want—I mean, everybody knows you on camera, mm-hmm. you know, we've mm-hmm. seen what we've seen on camera. Mm-hmm. But what we really want to know now is, so uh, give us a bit of background. Okay. You know, what was what was life before the acting? Okay. How did you navigate into acting? Just a bit of that. Right. Uh, my background is in chemical engineering. Um, okay. I am an oil and gas guy, spent a couple of years there, but my passion is in storytelling and uh, performance, performances, um, entertainment. So, uh, so at some point, you know, I had to decide because because I was trying to carry both worlds okay. together. Mm, okay. But at some point I had to decide that I'm more you know, um, what's going to give, you know, as so I spoke to my mentor and he was like, look, you know, you have to decide on what you want. You know, at the time, I believe he was trying to make me, you know, ditch uh, entertainment and make me focus mm. on being a serious, course, you know, being is, serious yeah, and make me focus yeah. on engineering. But I went back and I was like, you know, um, I had to ask myself the tough questions, you know, at the end of my life and I look back, what do I want from life? What do I want to be remembered for? You know, what do I want as my legacy? Mm. And I, I chose entertainment. I chose storytelling. I chose acting, you know, so I quit my engineering job and, you know, delved full time into entertainment. Where were you working? Uh, well, I worked several oil and gas firms i went from ExxonMobil to delta freak to kakasa i was in design engineering so okay. you know, right. i'd go offshore okay. Okay. do you know i was a process engineer if you know oil okay. and gas yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I so I was, I, was pro- I was in process engineering okay okay yeah. so how did your parents take this now because the way go. <laughs> you are saying this now was just like oh i was in engineering i'm just like this is a nigerian parents dream right now yeah. that they're here um, just like, you left it for acting but 
what how are your parents like so did you have the typical we know the typical one yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously you best not yeah. be thinking about that <laughs> exactly. it's a fleeting dream forget about it is that did you have that same yeah um I, my journey with entertainment didn't just start you know uh recently um I, i've been as a child, I was acting in school, in church, all of that. Okay. And in uni, I was heavily involved um, in acting. Okay. And because I used to do shows, I used to have I, I used to have a group called Slink Stage Lights Incorporated. Okay. And um, so at, at that point, I said, when I was in uni, I said, you know what, maybe I should just go back and, you know, write jam again and start, you know, something just restart. In the arts. Yeah, something in the arts, restart my life. And I shared it with my parents at the time and they were like, oh, you're crazy, you know. I had I'm the last of four kids, so my right. older brothers right. were like ten years and twelve. I've already years. set the pedestal yes. for that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. and those are the guys they're in the corporate world, you know. Mm. And they had this plan for me, and they were mm. like, "No, man, Daniel, you must be smoking ganja or something. Right. So you know, right. you, you must be off somewhere. Okay. Go back to the drawing board, be serious, and get back to school." And I listened at the time. Long journey, lots of things happened in my, you know, in my journey. But I went back, finished school. Um, and then started to work in oil and gas, but it wasn't fulfilling for me, you know. Mm. Um, I mean, I was getting paid, but I didn't find fulfillment. So I decided to try again, but this time I didn't tell anyone about it. I just quit my job first and then told people after the fact. And they were shocked, they were afraid, they were worried. But I guess, you know, when I jumped off the cliff, I soared, you know, and and that initial apprehension sort of like gave way to respect. Mm. and admiration from my family members. Right. So, and, and you know, the thing is really, if you don't go back to them asking for money all the time, when they see that you're taking care of yourself, yeah, 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 yeah. they let you be. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that's, that's right. my story. I mean, so I, I, that's good. And now everybody has a background of, we now know who Daniel is, yeah. right? Um, so I think let's dive a little deeper. Mm-hmm. So of course, in the course of this, you must have had um, situations where, apart from your parents or even society, you had other things you know, defining what, because even, even if you're going to go into entertainment, did you just go straight into acting? Were there other aspects? Did you have to, you know, you know how people say they have to set stones before they mm. can step on and then mm. move to the next level? Did you have to do any of that? Well, yeah. So um, I, I was coming from the corporate world and I wanted to go into entertainment. So, but I was intelligent enough to know that or smart enough to know that I had to plan, I had to come up with a strategy. And coming from the family I was coming from, I had to do my homework. You know, no one would just, at some point, they'll probably send police to catch you or something and send put you in, you know, because my dad is a, um, was in the army, he's a retired military officer. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so um, I, I had to come up with a plan and the plan was that I would get a nine-to-five in entertainment Mm. and then use that as a stepping stone. Yes, use that as a stepping stone because, you know, people have passion, but passion without direction will get you in trouble. And yeah, so um, that's what I did. I I had a plan and, uh, you know, to to execute. And so I got a job at nine-to-five within Danny TV. At the time, I was a content producer. That was my first real gig after after engineering. So I got a nine-to-five within Danny TV as a content producer. I was there for about a year and I decided to go to South Africa to study film. So I went to SA after film school to study writing and directing. 
And I was there for about three years. When I went to South Africa, I was studying, but, you know, it happens that, that I was working at the same time, you know, so I was working as an actor, as a model and a filmmaker. So it sort of like just blossomed. And that's how you know you're on the right path. When you take mm -hmm. a step and it opens up, you know, you might not see yeah. the full picture, but you take one step and, and things, things open just, up. Yeah. You take another step and they open up, you yeah. know, so that's what was happening to me. And it so happened that the agency I was working with at the time would fly me to Nigeria to make TV commercials for them in Nigeria. Right, so okay. that just opened up the Nigeria market for me. So I met my wife and I, I, I met and fell in love with my now wife and decided, you know what, to come back home. That's when I really started to act in Nollywood when I came back from South Africa. So even now that you just mentioned your wife, I think that was the stage we we're going to jump to next. Yes, that's because exactly. I, we did have another question about work, but a lot like you mentioned your wife, we'll jump into this. So obviously you're in the entertainment scene you know before you said you met your wife mm -hmm. and for those of us some people that work in the entertainment scene you know there's a lot of distractions like himself, a lot of himself. no comment no comment no comment are you right. a distraction no no, I, no, no, no comment family show uh, but what i mean is like again i'm sure you navigated your way you know working but also there were distractions like women dating and all mm -hmm. so before meeting your wife was it what was single daniel like and then how did your wife your now wife how was she able to get you to just say, oh, mom, I'm leaving? Because like you said, when you met her is when you said you want to be here. How did right. that, what did she do or how did she stand out that well, you say? Last question is, did you actually even meet her through entertainment? Because you might have been mixing you know, work and pleasure. And <laughs> so and we want to hear that. What yeah. was the determining factor like you want her? Right. So believe it or not, I'm a man of faith and I believe in timing. I believe in seasons. Mm -hmm. So... Okay. Uh, at the time, at, at the uh, when I was in South Africa as a single guy, we know essay now. We know how yes, we know uh, how we know, we know, know what God bless South Africa, Africa <laughs> by the way. <laughs> we know about South Africa babes. Yeah, you know, and Nigerian men. Yeah. So it was it was uh it was an interesting time in my life. I was just you know living the dream, young, good looking, talented you know, young from man, women, yeah. and you know I was in and out of a lot of relationships. I had babes, you know, all, all over the place. And I guess I was just tired of that life. Mm. You know, I was tired of waking up with a different person every morning. Can't keep a chain of communication. Right. We've and, been and, there. And, We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just exhausted, right. you know. And I started to um, desire some different kind of intimacy and something more stable. And I think that season of my life just um, culminated with meeting um, my now wife. You know, she had hit me up on Instagram and said... Wow, she shot her shot. <laughs> she had said, you know, hey, uh, Daniel, um, uh, I'm a big fan of your work. Uh, do you, I think, you know, we should do a project together. At the time, she was in New York Film Academy, NIFA. Okay. Nope. Oh, so you guys are in the same industry? Yes, Good. pretty okay. much. Okay. And um, although she was more in the... She was studying to be a producer. Okay, more I the was, production was, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, more of production management and all of that. The okay. business of, you know, of, the, yeah, okay. of entertainment. And I was a performer, director, okay. writer, all yeah. of that. So, um, so we started talking on Instagram. And it so happened that um, Indani TV at the time was flying me back to Nigeria to, um, to feature in Giddy Up season three. I think okay, it was okay, at okay. the time. Um, and she was also flying back to be on that same set as a production manager. 
wow. you know, and so you guys met us work, and then we met, <laughs> you know, right. physically, okay. and okay. it was, you know, and the rest is history. Okay. And how long? How long have you been married now? Five years. Five okay. years. Yeah. So that I mean that says now you guys send send that DM not to the married <laughs> man please to the people that are single don't send a DM to the married man thank you very much <laughs> so but yeah shoot your shot it works there's evidence right here so yeah so you want I think you wanted to ask a question yeah yeah now. so um so now that you've you know you you've you've given us a background of mm-hmm. your career journey mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. You, of course your relationship journey a, a summary basically mm-hmm. right now I imagine other people have this question as well right. But then it's my own personal question. I don't, if they're ready, they can ask it in their own time. So my own question now is, we know you're good looking, right? Mm-hmm. The industry knows you're good looking. Really? They do. <laughs> so now, do you think your good looks have helped you with the journey you've been on? Maybe in acceleration, maybe in some things that would have been difficult for other people, but, you know, physically. Basically, have you had fine boy privilege? I would say yes. Um, okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't lie about it. Okay. Um, I okay. had no hand in the way I was created. Uh, Fair enough. I just Fair. Yes. To yes. Be created yes. in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, are there privileges to it? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I have a great smile. I've I've heard and <laughs> <laughs> and that helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, it, it can it can be detrimental. Yeah, it can, I mean it, it's a it's a double edged sword. Mm. You know, you have to know how to use it. Also, mm. I mean, they're fine boys. I mean, they're people you 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 know you you look at on the streets and you're like, oh, okay, that, that's a good looking guy. But what's he doing? With yes, it, you know? the actual mm. performance exactly. is it really the giving people, what it's supposed to? But 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 it's a privilege. I, I'll own up to that, okay. and it does opens open opens doors. Yes. Um, but. When you get in, you have to decide what you're going to do. You have to decide, you know, yeah. if you're going to stay in. Mm. You know, when when your good looks opens the door for you. Would you say? Would you say? I had two questions. Would you say marriage now, for example? Would you say obviously, generally, you love your wife, you met her, but would you say that was one of the reasons you decided to get married at the point of life you did? So that way, those distractions, like you said, or getting in the door, it's sort of easier to make certain decisions as you progress oh absolutely um so i at the time i married because i wanted to um have more structure in my life i wanted a certain kind of relationship i wanted so it was a yearning for me to be with someone to build with and someone to um um share with share Mm -hmm. my success share you know life with you know but I, i don't think i was thinking strategically about how to ward off you know distractions at the time you know i just wanted something and i went for it but it turns out that you know get being married just helps you know first of all it it creates um, a wall yeah yeah it shields you <laughs> off certain yes, people people that have you know conscience you know they'll see fine brand they'll be like ah Mm-hmm. but is married you know yeah. so so those uh, category of people it saves you from that kind of distraction mm. on the flip side or, or, or okay and there are also people that say you know I'm, I'm, you're married I know you're married but I'm still coming for you yes you know, but um you now have to help yourself with mm-hmm. the fact that you're married so yeah. you also you know build that um um defense mechanism or put that boundary in place you know because you know you're married, you don't want trouble. You know you 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 care about your 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 marriage. You want to protect people you love and things that you love. I mean, it's mm. an institution that um, you willingly got into, so you must 
try your possible best, uh, however it, hard yeah. it is, to protect it because you know you know the benefits of being married. Would you say that you've lost roles because you're married? Like maybe they say you're like, yeah, we like him, but that, that married man energy is giving is not is not doing. I, I wouldn't say roles. Um, I don't think I've lost a role because I, I was ever married because okay. I'm so good at what I do that when I hear action, you know, I'm able to, to be actually that be the character that okay. you want, you okay. know. But okay. I would say um, that there are some opportunities that would that uh, brands would rather prefer. Um, single men, right. you know, I, I think, yeah, yeah, and okay. and I think that you know I've I've lost out of those deals, but also what I've lost in those deals, I've gained in other it deals because okay. there are brands as well that look specifically for stably married men. Mm. You, you know, know, in you saying that now is making me think of how I first saw you because right. you know when I met you the first time. Mm-hmm. I only saw one thing, which was Men's Club. And I told right. everybody about Men's Club because I never watched Nigerian series or that. <laughs> it was during lockdown. I'll never forget. I just kept, you know, that was the only thing I could do. Every day, wake up, watch TV, watch TV. <laughs> so I'm watching somebody, some girl sent me this thing. Oh, you should try this thing, Men's Club. I'm like, I'm not watching no Nigerian TV and all that. <laughs> and I started watching Men's Club. And then the stories now were irritating me because I'm just like, this is such Lagos. But then his character now stood out at first because if I remember correctly, he was like, the yeah, like quote unquote innocent is. one that was like, oh, I somehow have a sugar mom. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. so much. It's like, guys, this guy's annoying me. Like, he was annoying me, but at the same time, it's like, this guy's living the dream too at the same time. Like, you know. So I, I, I think the part where he was actually selling you that entire character <laughs> was the real work. Because I think I also saw the performance from Men's Club first before tracking back to other things he had done before Men's Club right. and oh, wow. after. So, yeah. No, so that Men's Club is like when I saw, like, after now that when I found out, oh, this guy's married. Because it was at that conference, like, yeah, I've been married. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like then how were you able to play such a yeah. single guy but I'm just like fair but mm. let me ask you one more question mm. would you say you've traveled to different countries you've lived in another country is it hard being married in Lagos hmm um, it depends on the kind of guy you are I think it's if you're the kind of guy that um I'm trying hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I try okay, hard to be so politically no, correct. But it depends. For some guys, um, living in Lagos as a married man is hard um, okay. because of the kind of the kinds of distractions that exist in Lagos and just because, you know, um in in, in Lagos is easy to find I mean, love and relationship in Lagos is very transactional. You know, yeah, so it's easy to that. just pay. From we had an and, 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 I just spoke yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to just pay your way through relationships and, you know, just get you know, get whatever you want. But but other places, not so much. I mean, you have to talk your way through. Yeah, they're have, also like, you follow, know, consent, yeah. there's rights exactly. that you have to like make sure that you, you know, you're exactly. actually exercising. Exactly. And, so, and, and, and in other places, once they see you're married, then it becomes even more difficult to, you know, to get through Navigate some of these through, yes. things. Yeah. Yes. You know, but, 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 but in Nigeria, Lagos to be specific, it's almost like, you know, no one cares. And mm-hmm. as long as, you know, you, you 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 give them what they want, they can give you what yeah, you want. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a whole book of chapters that, you, you know, that need to be unfolded because, right. I mean, in the umbrella, you know, uh, explanation of it, I'll just say that I guess the reason why a lot of people get married ends up stemming back to why their marriages navigate the way they do because mm-hmm. a lot of us get married here out of a cultural expectation. True. I'm 30 years old now. Okay, what are you doing? You should be married. Mm-hmm. Should be married. Mm-hmm. Now puts me in a place where I'm doing it as a responsibility and mm-hmm. not as a new phase in life that I'm 
you know, actually bringing in. Are you married? No, I'm not. Are you ma- No, you're not married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, so, so can that. I just say this? Can I just add this? That I yeah. had, before I got married, there was no pressure whatsoever. It, exactly. I, people were even so, surprised exactly. that I actually... That you were choosing yes, to get know, married. Babes were like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yes, exactly. No, no, you no, know, no um, be French, be German here if you need to. You know, so yeah. um, um, it, there was no pressure whatsoever. My siblings were surprised. They were like, dude, like, is she pregnant or something? Yeah, I mean, there are other ways around this thing. Like, you know, why are you getting married? Um, and, and they really didn't understand, you know, why I was taking that step. I, I was the only one who had the full picture yes and i'm so glad that i did Mm. um i'm Mm. so glad that i have a beautiful family i'm so glad i have two lovely kids yeah a wife that loves me and whom i love um yeah so this is why i tell people i'm tired of the streets (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm genuinely tired like so and that's and that's what i say like if you're marrying because you're actually genuinely at the stage it shows like it shows in how much you respect the marriage how much you respect Mm. your partner yeah how much you respect your family Mm -hmm. you know and so, like, you navigate life the same way because, really, because people get married because uh, of necessity or obligation, mm-hmm. when they have the funds for the transactional right. love that they can find on the streets, it becomes easy to access. Yes. And so, that way, you believe once you have the money. Right. Okay, I mean, you as long as I'm taking care you of you, yeah. please leave me to live my life, you know? And it stems from a place where you didn't think you had to cross that phase while you were single. Right. But then I'm, you decided to just get married and just... Yeah, and, and I, I, I often tell people this, that, um, you know, um, I, I wherever I go, I try to speak about marriage and my marriage and speak about how wonderful, you know, it is and all of that. But I'm trying also to paint a realistic picture and mm. let people know that, I mean, there'll be challenges. Of course, it's not easy. Yeah. It is. There's nothing great ever that comes easy. If mm. it comes easy, suspect it. There's nothing great. You have to put in the work. You have to put in the sacrifice. It would get to your nerve. People, and you know what's funny is the people who you love that would test you the most. You know, so you have yes. to, and 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 it's not, it's nothing. You, you know, so I, young people say, you know, it's so difficult, man. Like, how do you? But the truth is, there's nothing you have achieved in your lives that you've achieved just by sleeping and waking up. No, yes. you will be hard. You will be tested. That's how marriage is. You know, if you really want to stay married, that your choice will be tested. I mean, I have made mistakes. Mm-hmm. I have learned from my mistakes. Yeah. I have grown, you know, and all of that. It it has been, it's a journey, you know. And in that journey, yeah. you would encounter different challenges. You just have to make up your mind that you look, oh, no, I will mean, grow yeah. through it. I would learn. I would overcome challenges. And I would be, and I would have fun, which is most important. I will enjoy this journey i'll enjoy this thing called marriage you have to make up your mind that you're ready to enjoy it. that you're ready to enjoy so, it. so let me ask you a question now with you saying that now you said you have two wonderful kids and that means you've transitioned to that phase of fatherhood now mm-hmm. so what was that transition like from going from husband to father because it does dude, change i, I dude, imagine it does yes change, yeah. yes i mean um when you without kids you know you're still, you can still be a baby boy, you know. You, you know, spend on the things wife, yeah, you want for you yourself. You guys want, you know, it's a honeymoon <laughs> yeah. phase. You know, they tell you, well, the first year is honeymoon phase. Then you get into um, the years where you're, you're ironing you out your differences. Mm, you know, okay. The first year you can live with them and just be like, <sighs> but 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 when you go on to second and third year, then you have to iron out these differences. And then if kids start to come in those years then it heightens the pressure on you guys. But 
I, I promise you to survive it, you have to be selfless. Both of you have to be selfless mm. and yeah. more so okay. the men because men are being called into a ministry and forgive me, I might sound very preachy here, but men are being called to the ministry of leadership mm-hmm. and leadership is sacrifice. Of you course. Know, it, it comes with a lot of... It's, you know, when you see a general, the reason a general is a general is not because of these the things, of badges, or not, yeah. not the badges or the laurels, it's the scars. You know, that's what manhood and fatherhood is. It's the scars. You show your scars and say, man, I've been there, yeah. done that and overcame, you know, so that's it. And, 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 and not many men are able, not many boys are able to make that transition into manhood. And fatherhood, and fatherhood because yeah. of that. I mean, it's it will test you. You have to be magnanimous. You have to be big. You know, women are beautiful and amazing people, but the way they are wired is very different. Very <laughs> different from from the way men yes, are wired. And so it will test your wiring. It will test your your makeup, your mental, emotional, and you know your your everything. It will test everything about you. You just have to be quote-unquote, the man. You have to grow through it. Break down if you want to, then get up, get right back up, then repair yourself immediately because you have to lead. You have to lead her. You have to lead the kids. And it all starts with self-leadership. You have to lead yourself first before you lead your your, your family. And that self-leadership, it starts from singlehood. If you can't lead yourself as a single man, you mm. can't just automatically become yep. Yep. a leader as a father or as a husband. It's in the little things. It's in it's in making the tough decisions. It's in standing by your word. It's in the fact that your family can depend on you when you say, look, this is what we need to do, and then doing do it. it. You yeah. make mistakes, but then own up to your mistakes. Tell them, look, I'm sorry, I, I, I fucked up. You know, I'm sorry I messed up here and there, but I would make amends. I'd redress it. I would try again and try better this time. It's in all those processes. And it's so beautiful because it's a journey of growth. You know, you see... I'm totally different from the... I'll give you a perfect example, guys. A couple of weeks ago, my wife lost her mother. Okay, may her soul rest in peace. Amen. Um, And and she was living with us. She was living alone in Suleri before. We live on the island. And we're like, you know what? Suleri is far. You live alone. She's she's a widow. She was a widow. You know, you live alone with a nanny come live with us. You know, we have two grandkids, come help us with the kids. You have kids, you have your grandkids to play with, all of that. And she lived with us right after my second son was born and she just stayed, right? My second son is about one year plus now. Okay. And then she passed away, right? About three weeks ago in our house. And this is me being last born. Or four kids. Mm. My mom died when I was five. I had mm. never yeah. have. I, I'd never had to deal with the grief of that. with grief yeah. with losing someone. With just being in charge of a grieving family, mm. I had never done that before. And this is me looking at a dead woman because she died in my house, or, or she passed away in my house, and I had to take leadership immediately. My wife was there in shock. Kids were downstairs. Nannies didn't know what to do. I had to assume the leadership position. What do you do next, Daniel? Like everyone, whether I like it or not, everyone would just be like, yeah, okay. Mm. Provide so leadership. The pilot, exactly. Yeah. And immediately I had to grow overnight. In the split second, I had to be a leader again in dealing with grief, in dealing with a lost loved one. 
you know, and I had never done that before. Even when we took her to hospital, all of that, blah, blah, blah. They tried to resuscitate her. They couldn't do it. The doctor pulls me aside. You know, give my you wife the, was like losing news. it. Yeah. You know, my, my doctor pulls me aside and said, you know, um, we've done all we can. We're she's sorry, she's it. gone. Mm. And I'm like, okay, well, what do I do now? <laughs> because I was totally clueless, <laughs> yeah. you know. And he said, well, take her to the morgue, call your family members. I'm like, okay, great, great idea. <laughs> you know, and I started to take steps. You know, so that's what that's what leadership is about. That's what fatherhood and being a husband and being a man is about. Leading, you know, providing leadership and learning through that process. In the last three weeks, I have learned things that I've never could have learned before if this thing didn't happen. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, I mean, that's so. I, I mean, it's. Yeah. I can definitely tell you've been tested. <laughs> so no, now that, we know that. that. Be, no, that was beautiful. Yeah, honestly, because I can definitely tell you've been tested. And, and so the reason we ask these things is because you know our podcast is mainly for a lot of our viewers are young men, and these are people who are also trying to figure out who they really are. And so, you know, stories like these help because they, they only see a facade of you, mm -hmm. which is the facade that you are when you are performing, right? Which almost, you know, less than, you know, half the time, it's not your real self because your real self is, <laughs> hold on, I need yeah. to sort this out, sort yeah. this out, sort this out. But you're not, you're not showing that in the time of performance. So we ask these questions because we need people to understand that, look, there's always a life out of this and you mm -hmm. need to understand that you need to be able to balance whatever life you're showing everybody else and the one that is your true self, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. So, um, but I mean, off, off, the, off the track of um, your personal life now mm -hmm. and a little back on the career, I mean, you're an A-list actor. We know that if you don't know that. Because uh, I know you're going to say they say so. <laughs> <laughs> so we know that and I think everybody else knows that. So, but at what point do you think, has it dawned on you? Would you let's, let's talk about that. And if it has, at what point do you think it did? Where you can tell yourself that, okay, look, my price has gone up. Mm. And right now, I'm in the same league with person A, B, C, D, E, who were my mentors even yeah. or were my yeah. role models. Yeah. At what point do you think it hits you if it has? I mean, um, I don't know the exact point it hit me, but I, I, I believe in hard work. You know, okay. I believe in just putting on the work and not waiting for, um, not necessarily waiting for accolades. I believe in process. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. a huge believer in process. I think I can actually tell that. Um, <laughs> from the way you even got into the industry, right. I've never heard anyone go in through the actual nine to five. <laughs> it was a very big, that's very right. big advice. As right. Starting right. from right. Yes, like right. actually starting, um, get a structure, understand mm -hmm. how it works. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. so. So, so yeah, so I believe in process. I believe in putting in the work and growing through it. Okay. Um, so... Do at what point did I realize that I was there? I I I I, I don't even know. I'm not there yet. You know, I'm mm -hmm. I'm a growing actor. I know that I'm at a stage in my life where I can say, count, top, ten, top five Nigerian actors in my age category or age range, and I'm there. You know, I, I know this because. Um, I have contemporaries, we talk all the time, you know, you go for auditions, you go for projects and, and, and you know you yourselves, know. you know, you know, <laughs> okay. and you know, I'm, I'm also, I, 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 I'm my, I'm my own biggest critic as well. So I okay. look at my work, I look at other people's work and I can, you know, give myself feedback and say, okay, this is what you do. This is what you're doing right. And this is what you're not doing right. You know? So, um, so yeah, so it's about, for me, I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly learning. You know, I'm constantly pushing myself. Am I there yet? Absolutely not. Um, um, I, I, I'm working so much that I'm, I'm having to 
increase my fees okay. so that I get less work. Right. You know, but then work that's worth the time if it's going to be a lot of time. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, you know, um, I, I learned that somewhere, you know, because I was talking to a mentor and, you know, I was, I was saying, I'm working so much. I feel exhausted. I feel burnt out. And the person said, well, well then increase your fees. You know, it means you're, you're, you're asking for something that a lot of people can, can yeah. uh, afford to pay you. So why don't you increase your fees? Then you get less work. I'm like, oh, but these people who... Will not pay yeah, much, yeah. Be, I, I won't get people who pay me this much. He's like, okay, why don't you test it and see? You know, and he gave me several stories of people who decided... You know, they were going to only Charges take this with, yes, amount, and, and for a while they didn't get anything. Work, yes, but, but, but when it breaks through, it breaks exactly. through. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. that. Yes. It's when funny it you say, through. and thank you for that advice. <laughs> I need. I low key needed that advice because I was about Bro, to. Bro, I'm right here. I was, <laughs> I'm about right to ask, here. I was about to ask now, like, how do you find time for yourself to rest? Mm. How do you find time to chill? Because you're me now. Even me that I'm young and single sometimes i'm like i don't have time at all and i'm yeah. like wait so this guy is married yes. people are married Still have children so how do you actually one manage your time and two how do you actually take breaks to reset so you have energy for all your projects and people right. around you um um to be honest to be very honest with you i'm at that point as well where i'm learning to find yeah. time yeah. yes I'm, I'm trying to figure it out you know fine I, I, I just told you off camera now that i'm exhausted i was <laughs> sleeping in the right i was sleeping on the right here yeah. um and and but, but the most important advice i have gotten that i'd like to share is that um you need to i need to put in structure once you put in structure then things will fit into that structure and then you can there's a process. yes there's yeah. a process to it you know if you're going to and and I'm, i i work out so you need to decide what's the best time to work out and i mm. believe personally the best time to work out is first thing in the morning i say that so you plug that in and then the rest of your day just just falls takes in line. shape you know okay. plug in time to spend with your kids plug in time to power down plug in time to rest you know when you have that structure and you're disciplined enough to keep it because there's one one thing is the one thing is structure but the other thing is being disciplined mm -hmm. enough to, to keep, actually follow through yes, with the structure to yeah. follow through with the structure so that for me would sort that out i mean it's a process also to start and then growing to getting used to structure because nigeria I have clients that don't want to speak to management. You know, I, come, I mean, yeah, yes, they know they, you. Like, what do you mean, management? Yes, exactly. Once they hear that you have a management and you need to go through management to get to you, then they lose they're like, yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, no, I don't talk to management. But manage, having a manager, it's a structure. Or man, it's, it's, part a structure. Of structure. Yeah, it's a structure. We need to have that. Yeah, yeah. definitely trying to do that. Because and, it does, it yes. does help. I mean, you're employing him so that you don't have to deal with the mental space of responding to exactly. people, negotiating. And, 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 all that and, stuff. I'm, and I'm, a, I'm a cool guy. I'm a kind guy. I give everyone access to me. Like, so that. It makes you more fixed. burnt out yes. than you need to. Exactly. Yeah. And my wife had to come in and said, you know, because I'm signed up to my wife's company. My wife has a oh. an agency. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, has an, an agency. agency. Okay, yes, okay, okay. Uh, a media company that has an agency wing, okay. you know, and so my management is from that company. Right. So she had to okay. force me to be her client because yes, because that was that was about to be my next question to say in, in terms of like how does your wife handle you Listen. with obviously you being busy? How does exactly. your wife handle that? Because obviously sometimes we say as single guys, the girls that we try and date or talk to that might not be as understanding. But you now that you're definitely probably busy, that your wife is there. 
Oh yeah, she had to help me with that. At first, I was kind of skeptical about it, but now I see the value that she brings and her company brings. So I'm submit. I had to submit to it to that, you know, um, control or that discipline. I mean, it wasn't easy to start off with, and every day we refine the terms because I'm also your husband. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so again, you know, you're yeah, still yeah, yeah, picking yeah. the battles exactly, the fighter, exactly. You know, because I'm like, we can argue about personal things, but I don't want to be fighting over business with like yeah. you know yeah. and yeah. but but yeah absolutely she um brought in the structure into my life and i'm grateful for her i'm grateful for the structure now i have management now you know i'm able to fix in my gym time early in the morning you know have also i get a lot of help from people you know um, my wife the management company I also have a therapist as well. Okay. And lots of guys don't like to talk about this. I was about yeah. to even say, can you elaborate more on that? Because when you just yeah. said that, that just shocked me again. I've been suggested therapy so many times and I know I'm on those stubborn ones. I'll be like, therapy, <laughs> me, nah. Yeah. Listen, um, so I, I think it starts with knowing yourself and knowing how best to get help for yourself. Um, I do think that a lot of Nigerians are traumatized. <laughs> All of we, us. We, they're walking, <laughs> leaving, moving disasters waiting yes, to happen. Actually. Um, and um, getting thera- getting help slash getting therapy is just, you know, one way to deal with it. And, uh, and just getting the right kind of person to speak to you and to help you through your process mm. um, is, can, can work magic. You know, I'm not saying go and talk to everyone. I'm not saying, you know, just open up to everyone. But if you find the right person, it can help you a lot. Uh, my therapist has helped me, yeah. has helped me personally, has helped me in my career, has helped me in my marriage. You know, so, so, um, so yeah, that, that it helps. Okay. Get, if you need help, get help. Don't and there's, be no, shame, about, there's no, no shame in doing yeah. it. You know, don't, don't no be shame. ashamed about yeah. it. Yeah. Um I, and there are lots of people who won't talk about it, you know, yes. but, but yes. I, yeah. I'm, I'm free, so I'm happy to talk about it. <laughs> All you right. know, get help if you need help. All right, fair. Um, so, sorry, me, I'm always, I'm always asking the acting part of the questions. <laughs> me, I like that. Yeah, so so th- this this brings me back to um, the Nollywood scene. Now, again, we like to be very blunt here and, you know, again, not intentionally hurting any feelings or whatever, mm-hmm. but... And this is my own opinion. Again, you can also, you know, I don't know if you've seen a lot of Nollywood to be able to judge, but I feel like there's a lot of bad casting being done, mm-hmm. right? Now, are you of the same opinion? Now, this this is, now, not saying that it's all just bad casting, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I've seen roles that I'm just like, is, is that the best person you guys could have picked? So now I have two questions for you. One, do you, do you also have that same sentiment? Again, of course, I imagine that, you know, you might be stepping on some toes because, hey, <laughs> now that I'm going to talk about bad casting, now that person I complain to is going to come. Right. So, but do you think so? You could just even give a broad broad answer, as broad as you can give or as deep as you can give. And do, have you had any roles that you you were replaced, so to say? Maybe you were supposed to do that role, something came up, or it was between you and someone and they picked the other person and then you're like, really, for this character? Like, you chose him over me? It might not be bad blood mm-hmm. for the character, mm-hmm. for the actor, mm-hmm. but it might just be, the person should know better that you're a killer in that role than, have you ever had those? So it's two questions now. Do like, um, you think it's bad casting and have you ever had that? So I'll just answer it like this, you know. Um, the Nollywood film industry is at a place where, you know, we are growing and there isn't any structure. Mm. Back I agree. structure there yeah. isn't any structure so we're yeah. just navigating our way almost in the blind you know we don't know what mm. works something sticks yes. something's done exactly yeah. so we just keep trying 
and um, seeing what works. And once we find something that works, we just keep repeating it until it doesn't work. Mm. And then we find another one. It's like yes. trial and I agree. error. Even from seeing that, I can already picture some movies that are all the same. <laughs> you know, so, so what pro yeah. producers in the industry, um, what they do is they um, tend to uh, take the easy way out. You know, they, they, they need someone for the role. They get someone who just... They don't have to pay that much. They don't have to... Wait, wait. They, okay. they can get most value from okay. and okay. not do so much work. So instead of getting right. someone that you know can deliver, you just get someone that just looks the part and has the numbers. And you shape and, him into yeah, the character. Yeah, and, and has just the minimal delivery and then you go with that, you know. Um, um, so, so, so what two things are most important, I think, for producers these days that I see? Yeah. One is, um, does he fit the part in your head? And, and, and the way I would do it, because I'm also a filmmaker, or the way I would like to do it in an ideal situation is get the roar, get someone who has the talent, who can really act, right? Then get someone who looks the part, so get someone who can act that looks the part and then other things will follow, yeah. right? But I think what most pro many producers do in the industry is they get someone who looks the part. They don't really care about acting, yeah. to be just, honest. You have because, a good number of yeah, Instagram followers. Yeah, 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 exactly. So just get someone that, bad boy, hmm, this guy, he looks like a bad boy. Next thing, um, <laughs> how many know. followers does he have? I need to give my film. Does a, he have a, traffic a push. on his social Exactly, media. I need to push yeah. my film. I can take advantage of his social media numbers. Bam, you put it in. Also, I can't stress. Please, does he have management? Please, please, please. Um, well, <laughs> no, no, no. This guy has too much trouble. Uh, Gaga, oh, get and put. The easiest route to where you want to go to, rather than the route that will give you most value. You know, so 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 that's that's how it plays out in the industry. And with all due respect to producers out there and everything, sometimes you have to go through the process. You know, get the raw material, shape it to what you want, yeah, make it fit, and then go along with it. If you need to train this guy, if, if this guy has the talent and then looks just the part, needs some direction. He exactly. just needs some direction. Then, then you just and, I've, and what you just said now, uh, he said, I don't really watch Nollywood as much, to be honest with you. You, you know, are cancelled. No, wait, wait, wait. You know me, I said when I met you as, as an individual, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like yeah, you, and then I'll start watching. But the reason I didn't watch it as much is because, like you just said now, there's so many of you guys that are very great actors and actresses. But a lot of times, like you said, is you watch these movies, it's just social media, this, social media, this. But then my question now is, obviously, you may not be able to answer it, but you see as a filmmaker, is that you look at other countries now that they will pick somebody from nowhere. Literally. Nowhere. No one knows him. And that movie can become a number one movie. It's like, you guys, you just said it yourself, we're a copycat league. Do we not look at the bigger, do they not look at the bigger bit of how you find the talent, make it together, then boom, Especially new movie. because we take everything else from them. Exactly, because right. then even because my only issue now with that is because they don't do it in that method. The reason I said I didn't watch Nollywood as much, you get what I'm saying. So I started meeting a lot of you guys personally. Is that it seemed like every movie was the same actor? Correct me if so, I'm so, wrong. So can I say something? Correct. I, I know I know that's a trigger. I know that's a trigger. So that's why I said, I, from somebody on the outside. Yeah, yeah, because here's the yeah. thing: there are two sides I see to it. One. A lot of you can actually act. Mm. Like you, that mm. you can actually mm. act. So mm. no matter what it is, it's mm. like okay, good movie. Mm -hmm. But then 
as a fan now, or somebody that watches now, you tell me now, go and watch the only movie. But I just saw him in like four movies. That's the same thing. <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't, it's not like it doesn't happen in America too. Because some of these guys, but there's mm-hmm. different roles. Yeah. There's different mm-hmm. things. And you and see all. them as different people in this different, different Exactly. Yes. So how do you feel about that, honestly? Well, I, I think, again, I appreciate where the industry is. You know, um, so I, 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 I give producers flack. Let me give writers flack as well. So yes, these writers to, yes. don't write dynamic enough. Yeah, you know, they just it's copy and paste. You just say fine and boy. Then put a tweet um, somewhere. Yes, yeah. young, relationship. Handsome, twenty eight. Young, handsome. Th- that's all the description they have for this character. Yeah. Uh, you can you can do better. Do a little more. Or yeah. write do that. Some, you know, some background. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let create, me be a person. Yeah. Yes, you know, create this character to be to have substance to work with, so that this actor doesn't go into the role and and has to bring himself and improvise again. Yeah, yeah. And then another role, twenty eight, handsome himself. Another yeah. role, thirty, handsome. You know, so it's the same thing over and over again. Okay. And 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 I, I, I have to put a um, put a disclaimer out there. You know, the industry also is peculiar because abroad they have the um, they have the luxury of a budget. You know, so the budget allows you to fara ballet and say, you know what, I'm going to go out there, pick a rough diamond and then. Polish you it. know, polish it. You know, you spend time to polish these guys. Um, John Boyega had to go for training. First of all, he got the role. Then six months. Language training. Language training. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mannerisms. trainer, yeah. you know, to body build him into this Fair. role. All of that. If you're learning martial arts skills, you spent, you to, uh, yes. Jimmy Odukoya yes, went to SA, had to learn all the, all the stunts, everything. Yeah. You spend time. And we this is for Woman that. King, for yeah. example. You know, oh. so we don't have yeah. that budget. You hear a, pro- a, a, I'm not going to mention names, but, um, <laughs> you know, a, 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 you have a platform who tell you, you know, you have four million, go and make your film. Uh-huh. And you're looking at this thing and you're like, okay, what do I do with uh, this? You know, but, but, but that's, and, and to, to, to be fair, they have put that cap on X amount because of the, ROI, you know, you don't want to put, throw in too much into it because, but then how, well, how do you make your money back? Yeah, there are only X number of cinemas in Nigeria. There's only X number of platforms. How, you don't watch Nigerian films. You watch Nigerian films. You don't watch. So maybe in this room, maybe, three maybe five, exactly kind of one third of us watch, you know, so we don't have the market just yet. You know, we think Nollywood is great and all that, but we don't really have the market. If we do have the market, to be honest, then we'll have more investors. That you know, so sense. that's how it is. Nigeria. Yeah. I was going to ask. I was gonna, know, so the ones who've done good, I'll give. I mean, I'll just say a few that I've seen. Obviously, you know, um, TMC was was a YouTube uh, series, and then there's also the ones that have gotten up to Netflix. Would you say then that those ones had bigger budget and that's why they did better? Because I'll give an example. Like Blood Sisters for me, I thought was amazing. Right, you collateral I thought was amazing. You understand? So, but these you could tell from the production to yes, I mean, quality. You 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 need money. Okay, the so. industry needs investors, and and I I do know that there are some money misrode films. You know, I'm not <laughs> yes, going to kid yes, you and say yes, that. You know, yes. every time we have money, we've done well. Don't no, work, yes. there are sometimes some big budget films have fallen flat. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, but but those are some exceptions. Yeah, you know, yeah. but the truth is. To reach a certain height or to achieve certain things, you do need money. Okay. Mami Water, a film that has just been um, 
has just been selected to be on Sundance, the first ever locally made film to be on Sundance by CJ Obasi. You know, I spoke to CJ, you know, and he told me of his process. He's had to spend money. He went, he shot in B- Benin Republic. Mm. He had to move, move things his, from yeah. Nigeria to Benin Republic. That didn't come yeah, cheap. You know, yeah, mm. I can imagine. <laughs> to have a different aesthetic to the usual Nollywood, because what's Nollywood film? Four walls. Camera, camera, four walls. Ne- bad as a bad, you, you mm-hmm. light it differently, put some nice prop, big TV, nice chairs, paintings on the wall. They maybe at the dining t- dining area. That's it. That's it. <laughs> But then if you want a different aesthetic, then aesthetic, then you push yourself. Say, okay, fine, let's go shoot in Idaran Hills. Yeah. Let's go shoot in Joss, where there are mountains. Let's go shoot yeah. in. But with the security situation in Nigeria, then exactly, yeah. then you yeah. have challenges. Okay, fine, let's go to Benin Republic. Let's go to Kotonou. Let's go to Togo. Um, Togo. Let's, let's go to Ghana. Let's look for a different aesthetic. So your film just stands out. Hmm. and looks aesthetically pleasing and different from the rest of them. That's the battle, you mm-hmm. know, and we need more money to achieve that. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, that, that does give perspective because I imagine a lot of people are in the dark as to can these people just do better? You know I mean? Yeah, there's a that. lot. That's what I said. Like yeah, I said, so me, I only watch it now because you know the people, but now that we've had this insight, I feel like more people will dive into it. But Please, bring money. <laughs> but because of time now, obviously, yeah. we have to round up, like I said, like, these kind of interviews, you see, we can't keep going. This is what we yeah. do at Menace. We'll like, just keep <laughs> talking. We'll just keep it's talking. It's a good show. I give you that. It's a good, <laughs> good vibe. Very, very... This question, I just have to, before we round up, or in fact, we, we'll round up with this. So you mentioned something about roles, right? Now, have you ever had... It's two questions again. I always mm-hmm. have two questions because there are always two sides. Have you ever had a role you were... You took, right? You accepted it, but you hated the fact that you were that role. Like, you hated the character. You hated what... You, but it was just work that came at the time. And so you had to take it. Now, have you also had a character you've dreamed of? You saw someone else and now you're like, <laughs> they gave me this. So I need... So these are, these are two questions. Of course, it happens all the time. As an actor, you know, you get roles and... You know, I'm also a family man. So sometimes I... I, I so, so there are three factors. Right. And I'm sorry I'm being all over the place, but there no, are three good, factors that I consider okay. when um, taking roles. Taking roles. Uh, number one is, is it a great story? Mm. Number two, can you pay me to be, on, to be in your film? One, but <laughs> <laughs> go on, yeah, go on. Okay. No, I'm an artist I, at I heart, so I money I doesn't control me. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah right. And then number three is who are your co-collaborators? You know, who are the mm, people? Is, I didn't even, I didn't yes, even think. you know, who am I who acting with, alongside yeah. with? You know, who is behind the camera? Who are these? Th- so, so, so who are your co-collaborators? So those three things are really important to me, um, along with others. But these three questions I... Are key. Yeah. A key for me to be answered before I take on any roles. Okay, but I'm a family man, and sometimes I'm just like that. Money just screams out at you. You need the money to <laughs> take it, and you would think that you know if you can pay me this amount because sometimes I use money to screen people. Mm. You know, I'm like, oh, pay me ten billion, you know, for this job, and um, if you can bring the money, I'm like, oh. These guys are serious. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. And then I hurry through 
the other things because I really because need this money. Yes, so, you yes. know, I'm like, ah, oh, okay, this story is not great, but okay, you can mm. pay me. Or mm. I don't know who the DOP is. or I don't know who the director is. Or, mm. <laughs> but let's go, Sha, you can pay me. And then I end up being in that project and I'm like, and you're hating yourself. My yeah. goodness, God, what have I done? And so mm. <laughs> sometimes I just pray, Father, just save me from this project. You know, just save me, help me. Um, and um, so, yeah, so so there are situations like that that I regret taking it, but I've, I've, I needed You've that money. It, so yeah, 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 and, and, so it comes back yeah. to your point about what you said about the price going up now, so you exactly. can start yeah. to... So exactly. that way you can even select. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I've been so... Um, I've been so... Uh, I've been so blessed and favored that some of all those projects grace will just cover it and when they come out they're not as bad as i as thought, you thought they were, right they, i they see were, yeah why am i just picturing some movies with no names <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so i think the final one was now have you seen have you had any roles you wished you had but you know they gave someone else be like ah oh, that role oh what character just you could give a persona just a very quick one like oh you know for example Lotore, the role you played is very I'm, I'm still shocked it was good, right? <laughs> so Kingpin, drug lord, you're the one that's controlling the people that are abducting the girls, you know, or you have your own girls or people. In st- now, was that a role that you thought you could pull off? Is that something you've always wanted to do? Oh, yes, I, I, I think I can pull off villains very convincingly. Oh, okay. You know, many people don't give me credit for that. Yes, but, yes. Um, they see me and they see fine boy. You're like, like I said, big fan. <laughs> lover boy. <laughs> lover boy. And I get yeah. too many lover boy roles. That's such a good challenge. Mm. Well, yeah, but at the same time, it also puts you in a box because I'm not just my face, you know. There's the a persona that yeah, yes. the performance comes from inside yes, and yes. your imagination, you know. So I'd like people to see me in other roles as well. So, so when I had that yeah. Oloture, I was pleased. I was really I was um, excited about it. I was it. shocked. Yeah, I was very I was shocked really by the role because, like you said, out of the norm wasn't anything we had really seen you in any other movie exactly. as. So and I be Bini boy, so I feel I feel speak pigeon. <laughs> I know my way around pigeon. So right, yeah, right, so I was right. really excited about the role. So when I get roles that are very different from who I am on a mm-hmm. daily, yeah. I get really excited. Okay, all right, sounds good. So I think um, I mean we've run out of time today. So so because of that, yeah. now like I said, we asked too many more questions, but mm-hmm. we appreciate you being on the show, opening up. You dropped a lot of gems. A lot, a of, lot secret, of gems. A lot, a lot of secret of gems. gems <laughs> I feel like if people actually take time to watch the show, you'll get it. Whether you're a young man, whether you're a, in your middle 20s late 30s like there are a lot of things we can all take from this but thank you for being on the show this is menisms again season two as you see we're starting off with the bang you know yes yes we are yes we are make sure you subscribe to all our channels our spotify our youtube our apple music make sure you leave your comments on all the videos we do and again this is michael scenario yeah and i'm Murray welcome and daniel it's him if young all, all right, right so, so, so next, next time, time guys Thank you.